0: Chapter Twelve of Ozma of Oz by L. Frank Baum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Phil Chinevere. The Eleven Guesses. Hearing this condition imposed by the Nome King, Ozma became silent and thoughtful, and all her friends looked at her uneasily. "Don't do it!" exclaimed Dorothy. "If you guess wrong, you will be enslaved yourself." "'But I shall have eleven guesses,' answered Ozma. "'Surely I ought to guess one object in eleven correctly. "'And if I do, I shall rescue one of the royal family and be safe myself. "'Then the rest of you may attempt it, and soon we shall free all those who are enslaved.' "'What if we fail?' inquired the Scarecrow. "'I'd look nice as a piece of bric-a-brac, wouldn't I?' "'We must not fail,' cried Ozma courageously. Having come all this distance to free these poor people, it would be weak and cowardly in us to abandon the adventure. Therefore I will accept the Gnome King's offer, and go at once into the royal palace." "'Come along then, my dear,' said the King, climbing down from his throne with some difficulty because he was so fat. "'I'll show you the way.' He approached a wall of the cave and waved his hand. Instantly an opening appeared, through which Ozma, after a smiling farewell to her friends, boldly passed. She found herself in a splendid hall that was more beautiful and grand than anything she had ever beheld. The ceilings were composed of great arches that rose far above her head, and the walls and floors were of polished marble, exquisitely tinted in many colors thick velvet carpets were on the floor and heavy silken draperies covered the arches leading to the various rooms of the palace the furniture was made of rare old woods richly carved and covered with delicate satins and the entire palace was lighted by a mysterious rosy glow that seemed to come from no particular place but flooded each apartment with its soft and pleasing radiance ozma passed from one room to another greatly delighted by all she saw the lovely palace had no other occupant for the nome king had left her at the entrance which closed behind her and in all the magnificent rooms there appeared to be no other person upon the mantels and on many shelves and brackets and tables were clustered ornaments of every description seemingly made out of all sorts of metals, glass, china, stones, and marbles. There were vases and figures of men and animals, engraven platters and bowls, and mosaics of precious gems, and many other things. Pictures, too, were on the walls, and the underground palace was quite a museum of rare and curious and costly objects. After her first hasty examination of the rooms, Ozma began to wonder which of all the numerous ornaments they contained were the transformations of the royal family of Ev. There was nothing to guide her, for everything seemed without a spark of life. So she must guess blindly, and for the first time the girl came to realize how dangerous was her task, and how likely she was to lose her own freedom in striving to free others from the bondage of the gnome king. No wonder the cunning monarch laughed good-naturedly with his visitors, when he knew how easily they might be entrapped. But Ozma, having undertaken the venture, would not abandon it. She looked at a silver candelabra that had ten branches, and thought, This may be the Queen of Ev and her ten children. So she touched it, and uttered aloud the word Ev, as the Gnome King had instructed her to do when she guessed. But the candelabra remained as it was before. Then she wandered into another room and touched a china lamb, thinking it might be one of the children she sought. But again she was unsuccessful. Three guesses, four guesses, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten she made, and still not one of them was right. The girl shivered a little and grew pale even under the rosy light. For now but one guess remained, and her own fate depended upon the result. She resolved not to be hasty, and strolled through all the rooms once more, gazing earnestly upon the various ornaments, and trying to decide which she would touch. Finally in despair she decided to leave it entirely to chance. She faced the doorway of a room, shut her eyes tightly and then thrusting aside the heavy draperies, she advanced blindly with her right arm outstretched before her. Slowly, softly, she crept forward, until her hand came in contact with an object upon a small round table. She did not know what it was, but in a low voice she pronounced the word Ev. The rooms were quite empty of life after that. The Gnome King had gained a new ornament. For upon the edge of the table rested a pretty grasshopper that seemed to have been formed from a single emerald. It was all that remained of Ozma of Oz. In the throne room, just beyond the palace, the Gnome King suddenly looked up and smiled. "'Next,' he said in his pleasant voice. Dorothy, the Scarecrow, and the Tin Woodman, who had been sitting in anxious silence, each gave a start of dismay and stared into one another's eyes. "'Has she failed?' asked TikTok. "'So it seems,' answered the little monarch cheerfully. "'But that is no reason one of you should not succeed. "'The next may have twelve guesses instead of eleven, "'for there are now twelve persons transformed into ornaments. <laughs> "'Well, oh, well, which of you goes next?' "'I'll go,' said Dorothy. "'Not so,' replied the tin woodman. As commander of Osmond's army, it is my privilege to follow her and attempt her rescue. Away you go then, said the scarecrow, but be careful, old friend. I will, promised the tin woodman. And then he followed the gnome king to the entrance to the palace, and the rock closed behind him. End of chapter 12